Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. Hello, and welcome back to Listen to This, a podcast about music, for music, and everything in between. I'm Danny. And I'm Alex. And today we are focusing on a good summer song, or what makes summer songs. It seems seasonally appropriate, given that even though we are in lockdown, it is still these warm summer months. But first, before we jump into all that, Danny, what have you been listening to <laughs> lately? Since it's been like two or three weeks since we've actually been able to do this. Oh I, yes, and thank you all for bearing with us during that. Yeah, day. I have a lot of new music ramped up. So one of them is, you might have heard this one on the radio. I've heard at least this English version a lot on the radio, but it's called Wolf Totem by The Who. And who, The Who? Yeah, being H-U. Oh, They're a Mongolian okay. <laughs> rock band. Um, Wolf Totem actually comes in their regular version, which I really like, but there's no English in it. The English version, and I have air quotes for that, um, feature Papa Roach's lead, Jacoby Shaddix. Is that how you say that? I, if you say Papa Roach, I only know Last Resort, and that's really it. So, <laughs> when it comes to band member you names, know that it, Yeah, it's fair. If I say said that wrong, my, my B, but... Um, that's the English version. He just kind of has extra lines in it. It kind of shows the context of the song more, but I just really, I got kind of into that sort of stuff after watching the Netflix show Marco Polo, where the beginning is like the Mongolian throat singing. And then they incorporate kind of that old style traditional music with like rock and it works so well and they do such a good job on it. And I hope they have more success here in America because... They're honestly a really cool band. I have I've heard their song "You You Ve You Ve You." Someone showed me the music video before. I don't know if it was you or some of my more metalhead friends, but I've definitely heard that. When you said that H U, I was like, wait a second, I actually do know that from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of music going around on Facebook too for a hot second, and that's mm. why they got popular here all of a sudden. And a lot of like rock and metal radio stations kind of started playing a little more of their stuff, okay. but then they incorporated the quote-unquote English version. But it's still worth it. I like the original more, but, I mean, if you if it's something you want to get into, the English version is pretty good. Also, speaking of metal, um, so I talked about Bones UK before with Pretty Waste. Yeah. So I was listening to this song with Mal again, and I remembered how much I just love it. It's uh, Girls Can't Play Guitar. That's the, it's completely satire. They explained the whole story behind it when they were on stage, when uh, Mal and I actually did see them, and they explained it where um, it was like a local show. They were in somewhere in the UK. It was all just a bunch of like local bands before any of them really made it. And this guy walked up to their guitarist and was like, you know, you play really good for a girl, um, you know, you must put a lot of practice in it. But then he just was like, it's a shame you won't be better at it, you know, because biologically girls' hands are smaller, Mm -hmm. so you'll never be able to actually be a good guitarist. And they're like, what? (laughs) Like, that was such a backhanded comment. Like, what? Where? Why? But she goes, we're over here touring, and they're still back in that town, so... Oh, it was another band member from a different band who said it? it was a different band group that came up to him and was like, good job, too bad you can't be any better at it. And she's like, excuse me? So the whole song, the guitarist is just riffing on it, and it just sounds so cool, and it's... I vaguely remember you telling that story on a different episode. I think it was like the live concert one, Mm -hmm. but I I had forgot, because you also mentioned, I think off... Off mic, you mentioned Bones UK before, and I forgot that that story was with that band name. Oh, yeah. Also, did you know... Did you know? Juice World's last album came out, like, a few days ago. Yeah. I like his song with Halsey on it. I do, too. Oh, my God. And, um, Come and Go with Marshmallow. That one, that, that, that one was... He has two songs with Marshmallow, mm-hmm. and I know I liked one of them, and the other one I was just like, eh, I don't remember which one was which, though. Come and Go is so good because it starts off kind of like the lower bass beat sort of stuff that's really similar with a lot of his work and then you can hear when Marshmallow really kicks in and it's just, I was dancing in my car like the whole time, like I'm just sitting there bopping to it. Yeah. It's, it didn't have to go so hard because now it just made me realize like he won't have more music like this. I don't know, Lil Peep's been doing it for like three, four years now. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but no, I understand what you're saying though. Like, like there is a finite amount of Juice World left that we haven't heard. Like, yeah. uh, there is there is, there is a, a, an expiration date on new music for him. Yeah. 
so, which, is, which, is, which is sad. Yeah. But, I don't know. I've been slowly listening to the album. Uh, Ty loves it. He keeps bringing up more and more songs. Yeah. So, I'm... No matter what, I have to listen to Juice World. So, I'm just like, alright, I can at least pick out the songs I like. Yeah, for sure. But I do sure. like the one with Halsey. What is it? Uh, Life's a Mess. Yes. Yeah, that I one's a good one. one. She has another one with her, I think, on a SoundCloud, I was told. Really? So, I really want to go dig that up. Yeah, that's, that's got to be somewhere buried in, in the fame. <laughs> yeah, because I know she did a lot of different tracks with him, both with the cover of Without Me, and then a different song, and so it's nice to see that they both, like, collaborated with each other, and it wasn't just a one-road sort of deal, yeah, and I... now I'm just like, give me all of the music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, guess who else came out with new music? I know it's not Halsey or Palais Royale, so who? <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, okay. They came out with a single, Parasite Eve. And it's basically a huge, like, it's not really satirical, but it is a little bit comical in regards to the quarantine and the COVID shutdown across mm. the world. And it's pretty much just being like, in the beginning, he's kind of making fun of it and like people's disregard of a lot of like what's happening. And then at the chorus line, it's, uh, when we forget the infection, will we remember the lesson? And I was just like, Oh, oh I'm damn. hooked. I'm hooked. And the chorus, the music like video that. is trippy as hell. Naturally. So I'm just like, yes, I love this. And I assume he's only doing clean vocals still. Uh, this one, he does get a little heavier, like okay. more towards the end. And it's like part of the breakdown where he actually starts kind of growling a bit. But you can kind of tell it's not like the same when he was He's still younger. trying to be cautious. Of yeah. It. Okay. So I'm just like, he. Uh, they released a thing or a statement talking about how their next album they want to go a little heavier again, and I'm just like, oh, be safe. Be, be, be careful, Ollie. Be careful, please. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been a lot for new music, and then I've been obsessed with. So Hamilton came out on Disney Plus. So I heard, yeah. So it's a really good, like, background thing to put on when you're doing stuff, but also, too, everything about it is so interesting to watch. And I'm a huge history buff, too. And uh, I know Lindsay tried to... She played me a few songs. I think it was uh, when they're rapping in the cabinet. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I never, like, went out of my way to look anything else up, and now I have, like, the whole... Like the album, yeah, saved because all the songs are just so good. I uh, back when Hamilton first got big, like probably what three years ago. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was seeing this girl, and and you know my name's Alex, short for Alexander, and so she would lit- so she played me the entire soundtrack a billion times, and she would frequently anytime she was, I just had she just felt like singing, she would sing a song that had the word Alexander in it. So I'm just very like I'm not, I'm not sick of it by any means, and by no means do I think it's bad. I'm just like. Yeah, Here we go. It's Hamilton, okay. <laughs> sure. It's like it's like when Guns N' Roses come on. It's like, okay, sure, it's not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't think it's... I don't, I'm not sick of it. It's just like, it isn't anything special anymore to me. Yeah. But I haven't actually seen any per, any performance or anything like that, so maybe if I see it like, with visuals, it'd be better. Yeah, it's really good. And a few of the songs that I have stuck in my head is Satisfied. Um, have you ever seen Altered Carbon on Netflix? Oh, that's oh, right. No, no, I have not. I you don't head. have Netflix. I forgot. No, um, well, the woman who plays one of the three sisters, um, who are like the rich sisters, he ends up marrying one of them. Um, the main or the eldest one, she plays a role in Altered Carbon. So it took mm-hmm. me a second to realize who she was. But when I did, now I can't get the correlation out of my head. So I'm All like, right. she's a badass in both of them. So I'm just like, yes. So she's typecast. Yeah, so I'm like naturally, I really liked her song "Satisfied." Wait for it. I think Leslie Odom Jr. sings that one as Aaron Burr. Like that one's a really good one. Um, I don't know. I'm half and half when it comes to musicals and stuff because I like having that visual for like how it's supposed to be. So. Now listening to them, I'm like, ooh, I really appreciate this. Yeah, I, uh, I I I I like musicals as well. It's just the music, the the soundtrack, you can really only associate with the one story. We were just fine, but like, I can't listen to Greatest Showman soundtrack and try to relate 
rewrite the stars to something bigger when it's just supposed to be about the trying to overcome interracial relationship bias. Yeah, so like that's all. That's all the song is to me. There isn't any 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 bigger meaning other than with the 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 objective written meaning from the movie. Yeah. So, but but obviously the songs are still well well written. I'm, I'm, I still, as like a, a half joke to Lindsay, refuse to listen to Shrek the musical. Because I I don't I, I don't, don't, I, don't do I don't want there to be any catchy songs. I don't want there to be a catchy song associated with Shrek. I already had an All Star ruined for I me. Know. I can't I can't do it. Honestly, I can do it again. every time I hear All Star, I'm just like, oh no, what's happening? Poor Smash Mouth. They're always going to be associated for that now. Last but not least, this one isn't a new one. Um, this came out 2019. Wasteland Baby Hosier. 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 Oh god, it's so weird saying his name like that. No matter, we're gonna say it like different every time we say it but um almost sweet music he like name drops a bunch of really popular jazz pieces that i think like from history or yeah from history he's a huge history buff for the u.s so it's kind of weird how he's able to pull out things of u.s history that we've kind of forgotten about a little more so In in what way especially the jazz pieces um a lot of them were like super big for their time and really kind of changed the course of that genre and kind of influenced the R&B and blues. But like, I had no idea what any of those were. I had to look up the genius lyrics and I started clicking on all this stuff and I was like, oh, I didn't even know about this. Like, this is so cool. Hmm. This is like a mini history lesson. Plus the song itself is really catchy because the drum beat is very... Swing. Nah, it's oh. like, you know the Pitch Perfect thing where it's just like the cup song? Yeah, like that. It's sort of like that where the it's light, it's not really heavy, and it's not like... It's very methodical. Okay. A very systematic beat kind yeah. of thing? So it's super cool to like listen to, and I've been listening to it for like a week now that Mal showed me it. Mm. So it's it's been fun. Right. Okay, so like... <laughs> This is just, like, catching up on all of the music. Um, so I just showed you this music video. but And, I and joked, my life has been blessed, yes. Yeah, I joked with you that it reminded me of my version of 100 Gex, where it's just so strange but so good at the same time. Um, it's called Hypa Hypa by Eskimo Callboy. They're a German band. They're a German metalcore band. But most of their music has been in English that I've listened to so far. The music video is fantastic. Like, speaking Uh. of summer songs, like, that just is amazing. It's, like, 80s aesthetic. Like, they have the, you know, pastel kind of colored cotton candy lights and, like, the neons and... The look that you would associate with synthwave, basically. And, like, they're doing, like, aerobics moves and stuff at the end. It's just... It sounds bizarre, but trust me, it's worth it. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, like when they were all doing their choreographed dance, that was basically like 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 a Pilates home workout video yeah. kind of thing there. So oh, it's... God, that's, that's I, I I hate how clever that is. <laughs> I my dad actually found it and decided to show it to me. Um, he found it on YouTube somehow. That raises more that. questions than answers. Yeah, so like, we'll, okay, we'll what kind of music are you listening to, Dad? But so far, what we've been able to compare it to is Attack Attack. And what was the one? Uh, I, I compared like the sound, not the like. I think hypa hypa is a bit more. Uh, and I, I don't want to say silly, but it's a little bit more lighthearted, but similar to abandon all ships. Yeah. So. Because the chorus, or, or, or maybe it's the verses. I guess I really couldn't tell. Is is screaming? It's it's heavy sound. Mm-hmm. That song is just always constantly stuck in my head, which is like I can hear myself popping to it. Now I understand the whole hundred gex thing, where you're like listening to it. You're like, what is this? And by the end, you're like bopping along with it. Like, wait a minute. It's just a catchy song. It's super it is. Well it, it, it certainly is. But it's funny that you mentioned 100 Gex. Ooh, what do you got? Well, because they had they had a... It's not going to be a surprise release, but like one day they said, hey, in one week we're going we're gonna, to gonna be drop, dropping this album. 1000 Gex and the Tree of Clues, which is basically the songs from the album remixed with different artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some songs are remixed a couple of times. I'm pretty sure the well, the lead single is the Charlie XCX remix of Ringtone, Ooh. But, which is actually I mean it has it has other people in it as well. Like Charlie's part isn't even the best part, but I don't I don't know the other lyrics like Nero Nero and uh, some other girl. But I, I'd say the second single is going to be the Fallout Boy remix of Hand Crushed by a Mallet, 
because Patrick Stump sings the opening lines. And it also has, I don't know his name off the top of my head, um, but he's the lead singer of the band Chiodos. Oh, I know uh, who you're talking he about. He sings the meat of the song and stuff, and it's 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 it's, it's pretty damn good. And obviously, the remixes also have the Gex duo in it in bits and pieces. But it was just it was just really interesting seeing, like, I I don't want to be rude here, but legitimate artists going to this yeah. to this band and and, and and taking part in their music. Uh, the only other two new things that I've been extensively listening to have been Raleigh Ritchie's album Andy finally came out. I still think his first album, You're a Man Now Boy, is better, but I like Andy a lot. It's much more vocal. Like, there's, like, a backing choir in some songs, and there's, like, much more live instrumentation. It isn't just beats inside of a studio kind of thing. Yeah. Which I, which, which I think which I appreciate a lot more, and I can tell that, objectively, Andy is probably better. It's a, a lot of the songs, also, you can kind of tell, probably hit a little bit closer to home for him. But I just I, I just like the the sound of the first album better. Yeah. But this one still has time in a tree. It still has aristocrats. It has worries, which I like a lot. Um, so it, it isn't bad by any means. And I still happily listen to it. I just think if you want, we're going to jump into Raleigh Ritchie. I'd start off with your man now, boy first. Um, and then Dermot Kennedy released a new single called Giants, which apparently he used to say said something along the lines of like he wanted to wait to like. It was a song he only played at a couple of live shows, and he wanted to keep doing it as a live thing before he ever released it in studio. Then COVID happened, and then he kind of it was just like, you know what, I kind of want... It's, it's meant to be a more motivational song, so he, he, present, he sent it out digitally and made an actual release, which I appreciate a lot. Uh, oh, and also, there's a, there's a YouTuber who I, I watched years ago, because he was a gaming guy, like he talked about video games, but he was also a musician. He was known for making video game music along with his stuff. And then he kind of just fell off the video gaming thing and just wanted to make music. And he released, and he he has this hip-hop duo with his brother called Mach 5, which is meant to be like a throwback to like 80s, 90s hip-hop, mm-hmm. and much more of a simplistic beat and stuff. And their song, We Keep It Alive, is actually pretty damn good. I mean, it's it's two dudes from, I want to say, Tennessee or something like that, but it still actually is a pretty pretty well-made song. Uh, but those those are all new releases. Uh, as for stuff that I finally gotten around to, I've listened to damn near the entirety of Lana Del Rey's discography. Um, and then also, I went to uh, an estate sale over Fourth of July. Not estate sale, man. I went to a flea market, a handful of flea markets over over Fourth of July weekend with some friends. And there was uh, there was nothing there that really caught my eye except for one thing: a binder that was closed and had a piece of paper taped to it that said mystery binder of CDs and DVDs, $5. You have to take the whole thing. Is that what that is? That's what that is. Um, so I bought it and most of the DVDs that were in there were DVDs I already had or, or like I prefer having the cases to yeah. them. So I'm not, I don't plan on keeping them. But I might give it, give it away to some friends or whatever, but the bigger binder, cause there was, there was the big binder inside, but it was a mini binder that had the DVDs. The big binder was all CDs. And some of them were like actual albums. Like I, I finally got the entirety of Green Day's Dookie and Edwin McCain's Misguided Roses and stuff like that. But a lot of them were actually like burned CDs from the mid, from early to mid aughts. Like you know, you put in a blank CD and you burn music to yeah. it, and you and you write. Uh, uh, Is it like mixtapes? Yeah, yeah, mix mixtape, burn oh CDs, and some of them are like, "What the fuck, mix one?" and uh, the sequel, "What the fuck, mix two? Some of them say, "Muy loco." Two different CDs just had Dragon Ball Z abridged, which is a high-pitched, like, joke thing that circled around the internet. One of them has an Al Pacino dialogue, or a soliloquy, rather. And I have no idea why they are on these discs, but I've listened to probably a third of them so far. Um, That's a huge binder, though. Like, looking at yeah. this thing, like, oh my god. Yeah, and you should, you should just see some of the names. One of them is just colored in Sharpie. There's no words, just just Sharpie colored all over the disc. It, w- it wasn't the best one. You might, that might surprise you. But, uh, hmm. I, but from those discs, I've been getting a lot of songs that I knew of, but I didn't, I didn't own yet. So I got like, you know, like think of an example is like Get Low. I didn't actually have that song, but I was like, ah, this is a good excuse as any. Follow Me by Uncle Cracker is how Heart Breaks. John Legend's Get Lifted. I, I love that CD, but I didn't own it. Jet's Cold Hard Bitch and Are You Gonna Be My Girl. Oh, I love that. Just, just songs like that that I hadn't actually gotten yet. And now I have them. So, should we try to establish what we think constitutes a summer anthem, or like, are, are we going to be are we going to be purely subjective to what we associate with things, or should we go with like the top selling or the most popular song given in in that four to five month span? Yeah, I think probably what what we think makes a good summer song, and or- what we think for like past summer songs were the best ones. 
Because everybody, usually the summer song ends up being what was the most popular leading up to like May and June. And then they're like, oh, that's the summer song. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them had like later postings and then just got huge. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of up in the air. It's more or less what our opinions are of what makes a good summer song. So I have some, I have, I have, I have it like chronologically up until like 2016 when I think fits into this, this category of this, this topic and the rest of them are just kind of songs that have the word summer in them that I actually do associate with summer or songs that I just like. Do you want to talk about what this year's summer song is right away or do you want to save that towards, towards the end? Save it towards the end. Although I'm in a conundrum where, ooh, big word. I have like three... I know. I have like three that could maybe work for 2020 just because this has been part of my French, a complete shit show of a time. So I'm like, it's hard to pin down a song that completely works for this summer since it's the most not summer summer that yeah, we've right. ever had. Um, okay, so I guess let's just jump in wherever then. Like, I think... Last year's summer song, objectively in a in a global or at the very least national sense, was the Billy Ray Cyrus remix of Old Town Road. Oh yeah, that was a song that I mean. So obviously the original had come out in like October of 2018, but the yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus remix came out in April or May of 2019, which kind of set the stage and it was heard all summer long. Then. Yeah, that was nonstop. I think that my personal choice for what I, I associate with summer music that year is Angels and Airwaves, Rebel Girl, because that came out at the end of April. So I listened to it throughout the, the warm months. The warm months. I was always... Uh, I'd have to say, this one really isn't quite tied to a year. I think this one is the one that floats to every summer, yeah. and it's Ride With Me from, by Nelly. Every time I hear that song, I immediately think of summer. I, 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 I can see that. And it's the one that, that never, like, is pinned down. Like, it was probably super big when it first came out, and that was probably the summer song of its year. Mm-hmm. But, like, every time I hear it, it's just, like, constantly a perfect summer song. And I think that, that, that that's actually a good thought that, that can probably be associated with any of the songs we talk about. Even though it isn't, isn't the year of that song anymore, when you hear it, you can still think of mm-hmm. summertime, basically. So I get behind that. Uh, 2018, I think, is weird because usually you associate the summer song with some almost anthemic, fun party, or at least happy kind of song. Yeah. But I consider the summer song of 2018 to be "Lucid Dreams" by Juice World. I agree. Even though that isn't by any means the kind of song you'd go to the beach and dance to, it's kind of what I heard all summer long. Yeah, that year. same. Like, I think people are coming out with remixes of it, too, to make it more of the, like, summery feel song. For sure. But, yeah, that, I remember hearing that one a lot, and I think, too, in 2019, isn't that when some of Lizzo's songs came out? I know she went to Summerfest in 2019, so she was already, she was starting to get pretty big yeah. by that point, so. So it was probably either For Truth Hurts. Is that the I'm one assuming... with, I'm 100% that bitch, or whatever, like, yeah. I did DNA test. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that Truth Hurts? That's okay. Truth Hurts. It took me a second because I always get Truth Hurts and uh, what's the other one that she does? I'm just like, yes, girl. It's one where she talks about tequila. So the one I'm talking about, Good as Hell, is the one where she's talking about tequila. I usually get that one mixed up with Truth Hurts a lot. But I did not know that Good as Hell has a remix with Ariana Grande. It doesn't surprise me. Pop, pop musicians coming together. Yeah. I wonder if it's any good. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of curious now. But what I would consider my personal two 2018 anthems to be, summer anthems rather, uh, are L.A. Devotee by Panic at the Disco yes. and Cimarelli's Superstar because that came out in the middle of that summer and it's a cool song. I like to, for L.A. Devotee off the same album, Death of a Bachelor, was um, Golden Days. I've heard that song once. I don't remember what it sounds like. I remember when I heard it, I was like, yeah, all right. It's talking about finding a bunch of Polaroids, like, going thrift shopping and finding this crate full of Polaroids, and it's, like, all from parties from the 70s. Oh. And, like, all the, like, glitter and all the, like, craziness, and they're on the boats and stuff like that, and they're just like, wow, like, we're looking back at, like, the golden days of these people's lives and stuff Mm. like that. I'm like... Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's that's actually really interesting. Um, then the last one, 
Actually, maybe, maybe the one after this will be the last one. <laughs> uh, but just of of going chronologically in in these years here, 2017. Um, I think the the objective and my personal subjective ones I associate with the summer anthem would be Despacito, or at least the Justin Bieber remix. Yeah, because that enough lasted all. You can't forget day. Despacito, no matter how much we want to. Well, what other? The There's... song makes me makes me want to treasure every moment slowly, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. What other? There was another. I thought Daddy Yankee came out with another song too, like right after that, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is a good summer song." I mean, like thirteen years ago, he had uh, Gasolina. Oh, he did Gasolina. Yeah, Mr. Dead Despacito was Gasolina. I had. I never made that correlation for some reason. Because well, it was over a decade between hits. <laughs> at least, oh, at least in America. I don't know about Puerto Rico. The last time I heard Gasolina was uh, for Benchwarmers. The Benchwarmers, yeah. And so, like, now every time I hear that song, I'm just like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. That's, that's fantastic. So, I haven't done a lot of mine chronologically. I just kind of pulled out the ones that... I really liked. I think this is around 20. I want to say 16, maybe for this one. So when dinosaurs were on the earth, okay. Yeah, uh, it was Toothbrush by DNC because it was right after they came out with Cake by the Ocean. Um, then Toothbrush came out. The music video has uh, what is her name? Ashley Graham in it. Um, she's like this really famous plus size model who. Is stunningly gorgeous, but also she did TED Talks for a while, so that also brought her up. She was one of the first plus-size models to do Sports Illustrated. Oh, okay. I, I remember when she was a thing. Yeah, so she she's in the music video, and it's just... It's not like a party summer-like song, but it's like a nice, like summer morning song it's a very enjoyable i i don't know it's just a catchy song that i really enjoy because cake by the ocean is an in your face like sort of um like summer party song where it's just like okay but toothbrush is a little more laid back a little more like saturday mornings like sunday afternoons like chilling in the house it's summer sort of deal it's a nicer laid back one okay I mean, if you had asked me to name any DNC's, DNCE song besides Cake by the Ocean, I would have nothing. <laughs> that's the only one I knew by then. So, okay, that's, that's that's good to know. For 2016, what I would associate with Summer for me is Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. Yeah. Because that, that, was, that was when 2.0 came out. The original mm-hmm. had come out the year before, but 2.0 came out in like May of that year, yep. 2016. So now that's why, that's why I listened to for most of that year, was that summer. That version live on... It was one of the late night shows. I don't know if it was Jimmy Kimmel or... Like Conan or something. Conan, yeah. That performance live is still one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? I've seen of them, yeah. They did so good. I have no idea what this band looks like, actually. I've been listening to them for years, and I have no idea what they look like. If you, if you show they me a picture... They look very, like, southern hipstery. That, I, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Given their sound, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> See, okay, I'm just glad. They look like they're from New York, but they sound like they're from Nashville. So it's a very interesting mix. For sure, for sure. Another, I, I don't remember what year, I, I guess probably 2015. That's what my computer says. 2015, a, a song that was that I heard a lot in summer at least was uh, Lean On by Major Lazer. Yes, I loved that one. I, I liked it at first, and I, I, it got overplayed for me. Yeah, same. The song is still fine, and it, it has a good it has a good message and stuff. But I'm just kind of I mean I, I don't I don't go out of my way to listen to it anymore. Yeah, that's it's the same way for um, Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. That also came out in 2015. That yeah. was like a huge played one, also because it had summer in the title. But just a lot of it is very like. I don't want to say controversial, but some of it, a lot of people still kind of debate if it's, like, appropriate or not. Yeah. Not saying that, like, a girl can't like another girl, but they're, like, it's so, it's so flingy. Like, it just is kind of, uh, what's the word? I'm going to think of it, like, five seconds later. I'm going to be so mad. It's so flingy, like, it's too much of about casual sex, or? Uh, about being casually... LGBT sort of deal where a lot of people because especially in the bio community you know they're just kind of like hey you know we're valid stuff like that but then you have songs like this where it's like 
Oh, yeah, I was into girls for a summer. Oh, like, I see. So it kind of okay. causes a little bit of an issue where it's just like, I mean, you can do that, but also, too, it's now... It's still a valid putting, sexuality. Yeah, it still it's is a thing. putting a little more pressure on this group of people who have been trying to be like, hey, we're valid, like, we're here. And then, uh, then other people would be like, oh, uh, no, can you remember that Demi Lovato song? It's just a fling, you're yeah. kind of thing. I see. So that was the issue with that song. It was, like, right after it came out, too, where everybody's like, oh, this is a little problematic. That's the word I'm looking for. Ah, oh, I did it. <laughs> she dropped her pen in, 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 in success. I did it. That was the word. On the on the uh, topic of songs that just have summer in the name and be probably for that reason alone I associate with with summer. Uh, one of them is "An Endless Summer" by Tom DeLonge. He's released one solo album, and it isn't even it's 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 called "Demos Odds to the Stars." Demos Odds and Ends, basically things like ideas he had for Blink or for Ava or even for Boxcar Racer, mm-hmm. and uh, just just never released and kind of touched him up a bit and then released him into a solo thing. Honestly, with the name "To the Stars," it was probably to promote his his company "To the Stars," but yeah, endless summer. So I, I I've been known to make like. Uh, montage videos if anytime I have like any kind of big event in my life like when I go on vacation or, or if something exciting happens I'll like take videos throughout the trip and then put it all together with a song in the background a lot of people do it I know I'm not uh, the only one only person to do so but uh, there was one video from a few years back when I just did a, I, I did a lot of things that summer or from like March till August or September and then I put it all together into a video and I used an endless summer just because I was associated that song with with a time of, adv- of adventure. Time of adventure. A time of adventure when I was growing as a person, anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what what year are we on now? Like, 14? Oh, I'm, I'm jumping around. Uh, I've, I mean, I guess I haven't gone any earlier than 2015 yet, so yeah, 2014 would be would be next. Um, Do you remember Fancy by Iggy Azalea? I'm so fancy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, oh my god, I remember when this song came out, and I'm like, oh my god. One, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that it was released, but also, too, hearing the quality from that to now, I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, quality of what? Of Charlie? Just, of Iggy? Of music? Yeah, of like, it's music? completely different. And then, like, not long after, or... Around that time, too, was when LMFAO was huge. You got, like, party rock anthem and shots and all that. I'm like, oh, my God. There was, like, we were going through a dilemma in that time. (laughs) It was the awkward teenage years of pop music. Yeah, it was. Of modern pop. Um, I was never never a big fan of Fancy. The only reason I liked Iggy at all was because from that same year, she was on Problem by Mm -hmm. Ariana Grande's Problem. And I was like, okay, she's fine, but Fancy. And also because of that... I wasn't too cho- too sold on Charlie XCX, and honestly, I'm still really not. I have nothing against her, just like yeah. it's, she's not my thing. Until I heard her on the 100 Gex remix, and I was like, okay. She has I, a good song, "Break the Rules." Yeah, to me, she she just I again I, I know very very little about both the artists I'm about to talk about here, but I just kind of associate her a lot with uh, Lord. Like I just I'm just like yeah. I, from what I, from what I've seen, that they, they look kind of similar. I think they both have like dark semi curly hair. And Lord's like from New Zealand, and Charlie's British or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I so I know I know that there are differences, but I'm just like, I don't know. It's kind of like when back back at the, the beginning of recording this show when I associated Florence and the Machine and Lana Del Rey a lot. Yeah. Now I'm like, well, now after listening to like all of Lana, I'm like, okay, no, there's a difference. I can I, I know that. I, now. I know the difference. I educated now. myself. My favorite thing too is like. Iggy rose and fell in that summer too. Like she came out with Problem, Fancy, Black and, Widow. I think yeah. it was that same summer. And then Black Widow, and everybody's like, nobody can understand what she's saying. So they thought she was saying like Black Widow baby or something like that. People thought that. Well, yeah. that, that, that would be Rita Ora's problem, then not not Iggy's. Yeah, it was really like weird. A black little baby. Yeah. Whoa! And, and so, like, radio stations were like, yeah, it doesn't say that, by the way. It says Black Widow sort of deal. And it literally, right after that, she said something really problematic, too. And, of course she did. Yeah. And they are like, okay. And then all of a sudden she, like, fell off the face of the earth. She had a small comeback. I want to say, like, the year after, two yeah. years after, when Team came out. And she was actually singing on that song. Yeah. And everyone's like... 
it's kind of the the unanimous consensus was she doesn't have a great singing voice, but it's better than her rapping. Yeah. And then, like, right after that, there was that meme of her trying to, like, rap and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, the live thing. She makes no sense. She's just, like, spitting into the mic. And it's so awkward for, like, the people in the first row. Like, (laughs) oh, man. And I'm by no means a scholar on her, but, I mean, she also was, like, the apprentice. Because, you know, rappers will oftentimes have, like, mentors and stuff. Mm -hmm. And her mentor was T.I. She's, like, having a kid now or something like that. She is? She's married? Yeah. I guess. Okay, I suppose that was probably close-minded of me. You don't have to be married to have a kid, but... <laughs> well, no, I think she's married, too. Oh. This happened, like, all while she fell off the face of the earth. She named her son Gilbert. <laughs> What's wrong with Gilbert? Oh, no, she is She is not married. Oh, she isn't? No, she was, she became engaged to Nick Young, but they called it off, and now she's dating, she's dating Playboy Cardi, whoever the hell that is. Doesn't say anything about her son. Hmm. Other, okay, I mean, this is on Wikipedia. I'm, I don't I don't really care that much to keep digging, but... Anyway. <laughs> Any hoodle. She had a time in a very short span of time. Yeah. There was some big song that came out the same year, because I remember hearing Problem Fancy around the cafe a lot, but there was some other song that also played... Oh, was it... Was, was, it, was that I'm the One? It might have been. Or there was one where it's like... Champagne and Strap. No, how'd it go? It wasn't uh, Bruno Mars' song, but it was. That's how. No, that, that's well, what I like. like. That's what I like. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps that was it. That was it. But so I also hearing that one a lot. And well, I'm thinking about it. I'm the one is also a song I associate with summer. The, the DJ Khaled with Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. Quavo, and I want to say Lil Wayne. If I'm not mistaken. Anyway. Any hoodle. Oh, you know my favorite, and this is like, I am a fan of both party summer songs and actually like pretty laid back summer songs. Mm -hmm. My favorite laid back summer song is Get Lucky by Daft Punk and Pharrell Williams. I like that one. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the beat. I don't know if it's the melody. I don't know if it's just like a fun like in between bars song when you're walking down the street and out it seems like all the bars would be playing it like on the street but like it's hmm. just a good song and it also kind of brought uh daft punk back like like they like so, so, so from what i understand they have a pretty committed fan base yeah but by way of like mainstream world they go in waves they had like one more time and they got quiet then they had harder faster stronger and then they got quiet and they had get lucky and then they got quiet um they also had some big song from Random Access Memories. Or is that, well, no, I think Get Lucky was from Random Access Memories. And it wasn't too long after Get Lucky, they were featured in the Disney Tron movie. Oh, were they? Mm-hmm. The remake Tron Legacy or whatever? Yep. Okay. With uh, Garrett Hudland as cool. the main character. And Jeff Bridges came back, I know, in yep. some capacity. I, I, I never saw it, but... Uh, okay. No, Daft Punk, I... I think I think I can safely say I just associate them with a summer feeling. Yeah. Probably because I, that's what I was doing a lot. Because I also like their songs, Doing It Right, and, uh... Oh, the one with Julian. Uh... Ah, oh, this is going to kill me. I thought I was going to watch you have an aneurysm for a second. You won't be so lucky. Instant Crush with Julian Casablanca. So. Ooh, what a name. Yeah. Uh... But you know, no, uh, Daft Punk in general, I just kind of, I, I, I just kind of like their thing. Uh, their whole style is pretty chill. Even their groovier songs, like Get Funky. Get funky. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Like, I think I had a stroke. Like, like <laughs> get, get Lucky is 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 still pretty chill. But the kind of thing where uh, you can just be like, yeah, kind of start bob, bobbing. Yeah, your head it's along a good like, like yeah, campfire okay. song. Like when all of your friends are like chilling, especially now because you can social distance and don't have more than ten people in your group. But when you're sitting around the campfire, like it's a nicer like summer song to put on because everybody's chilling. It's still like upbeat, but you don't have to be like up and dancing for the whole mood to be complete. Yeah. Yeah. That I like that. I think I think I I think I would group summer songs just going with that same image in the with the chill stuff being campfire maybe in someone's backyard or in like a more quiet uh uh uh, isolated area, and then the big bops that you would have on a beach bonfire. Yep. Uh, I always just group campfire songs because majority of my summers since like 2015, 2014 probably 
um, every summer we go to my friend's farm, and he'd have huge campfires. So now we just you it's have just a plethora a of stories from yeah. those from those bonfires, oh, those yeah. campfires. So and he was huge into music too. So he's the one who sends me a lot of like my more random songs that I'll be like, oh, by the way, like I heard this recently. And he was the one who already knew about 100 Gex when you sent it to him, right? Yeah. Yeah, this, this guy sounds cool. It's weird how much, like, some of my friends who I didn't, who I've known for years, but didn't, well, I didn't know all that well until <laughs> the, the past couple months, now they, like, associate me with 100 Gex and they assume I just absolutely love this group and I listen to them all the time. I'm like, I like them a lot and I have their <laughs> albums, but, like, I... I'm I'm still a pop punk kid at heart. I'm still a pop punk kid. Speaking I'm, of, I'm still punk. I, pop punk's not dead. Oh, God, man. it's been years since that meme was a thing. Anyway, uh, speaking of pop punk, though, Newfound Glory from like nine years ago had their song "Summer Fling Don't Mean a Thing," where in the usual pop punk fashion, it's kind of upbeat and lively, and it's kind of saying like, "If you just want want a boyfriend for the summer, get the hell away from me. I'm looking for true love." Oh my God, Kevin. God, I love pop punk. If you if you need a boy around you just for the summer, don't come knocking on my door. In that same respect, or in that same like idea. Backseat Serenade from All Time Low keeps coming to mind. That and Damned If I Do You, Damned If I Don't. All Time Low is pretty good at, like, low-key summer songs. I guess I'm not too familiar with their work. I know Poppin' Champagne and, uh... Dear, Dear Mariah... Mariah. Ka- Mariah? I don't know why I Chelsea Cutler. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Maria Cutler. Even the lyrics of Maria. I know, I don't know. Mariah. It just... You started talking and I was just like, yeah, I'll stop now. <laughs> I ended with Mariah. For their modern stuff, I also like their song Bail Me Out. It has Joel Madden from Good Charlotte on it. And I say modern, I think it's like from the past five years. Although, speaking of Mariah Carey, on a quick weird job. Why are you so obsessed with me? No, she has a song called Hashtag, I'm pretty sure it's called Hashtag Beautiful. That is a nice summer song. It's pretty much just about hopping on this dude's motorcycle, like actual motorcycles, not a euphemism, and just driving around town. And I'm like, oh, that is actually kind of cute. And the like, music video is actually really nice, too. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, good for you. It's, like, one of the few songs by her I actually know and listen to without, like, somebody just turning it on and I can't turn it off. You want a good, good, good Mariah Carey summer song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Let me tell you. Oh, my God. If I hear that song one more... Last year, I don't know what got up everybody's butts, but I heard that song more last year than I've ever heard it before. Even past December, more, it was like, I heard it so much in January. I'm like, please let this end, please. And then all of a sudden, it was like, after January, I never heard anything about it. I was like, yes. And then I was like, hey, by the way, COVID. I'm like. Come on, Mariah. Why can't you hang on a little bit I'm while like, longer? I'm like, why? In uh, that same, same category of like R&B pop style stuff that I think Mariah pretty comfortably sits in. Uh, for summer, for actual summer anthems, not not not, not other Christmas uh, songs. Uh, Rihanna has a good handful of them. Like Ooh, yeah. like her first big song, Ponda Replay. Like okay, you know, I was like nine when it came out, but I was still like okay, sure. Then SOS, uh, even Disturbia. Like that's not it's not quite a summer song, but it's still one that I like still think about a lot like that's such a catchy song that it's i don't know I no no really no like I, I, I i i totally agree with that her really? song not not work what was i thinking of and she has only girl in the world uh that song was huge it was even on like grand theft auto 4 and yeah, stuff and i, I so think much. it is so boring yeah. like i'm like i i i think i can safely say i love rihanna like her her music's very very fun and interesting but that song is so damn boring, yeah. and somehow it became a huge deal, and I'm like, why is this one the big deal? Um, we Found Love, and, and Where Have You Been, I think, are, are also I true. I love like those. Uh, and then I remember when Rude Boy got super popular by her for a little bit, and everyone's like, oh, this is going to be the next summer song. Fun fact, Rihanna hates that song. Really? Yeah, it was, it was written for her, um, and she goes, it is a weird song to perform because she's like in my head I'm thinking and this is a secondhand retelling of the story like I got this from like one of her um yeah and she goes it's such a weird song because who is gonna walk up to anybody and say any of this to them she goes it's so awkward Mm -hmm. and it's like not really 
organic. It's just a very, like, forced, like, hey, boy. And she goes, it's so awkward to sing. Hmm. In, in that same, one thing I heard about the song, and this this actually happens a, a, a fair amount from what from like my, 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 my memory. There are like times I'll be listening to a radio or background. I did listen to the radio, and like the, the, the DJs would like throw a fact out, like, "Did you know about this song?" Then I, I try, then I tell people about, "Yeah, I heard this about the song." And I, I go and try to fact check, and it doesn't exist anywhere. I don't, yeah. I don't know where the, where the DJ got this fact. But in regards to Rude Boy, I remember a radio DJ talking about how. The song was partially inspired by Cartman from South Park, which is weird. And I tried fact checking it, and I couldn't find anything about that anywhere. So, <laughs> a song that isn't inherently a summer anthem, but I began hearing it a lot in summer, and it became kind of a meme in the summer. But mm-hmm. that fits into the chill category. Still, in regards to Rihanna, is uh, four or five seconds with Kanye and Paul McCartney. Yes. Like, like that's the kind of song that that you could like listen to at dusk before you get to your nighttime playlist yep. kind of thing. But I think it came out in, like, January, so it isn't inherently a song. Yeah, but I remember hearing it a lot, too. It was, like, a really popular radio song. Well, and it got... And, like, the the fan, the Kanye fans kind of made the song into a meme, because a yeah. bunch of them kept saying, like, no one would know who this Paul McCartney guy is if Yeezy didn't blow him up. And it was like, oh, boy. That's like when people said nobody would know who Ozzy Osbourne is because it, of the Post Malone. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, God, he ate a bat for nothing. <laughs> Like, that poor, poor man. He did all of those drugs, and you don't know who he is. By all accounts, this man should be dead, but yeah. he is still here to make to give music to you. It's like, oh, you poor people. Um, another artist who probably, and I don't know if this is, hopefully this isn't, like, offensive in some way, but I very much associate, like, Islander music with summer, because it's mm-hmm. of the warm tropical season stuff. Yeah. So, like, in general, the music of Sean Paul, I think of with oh something like God. that. He's the one who does Temperature, right? How's that one go? Uh... Well, he was featured in like some Clean Bandits song recently. Yeah. In the past couple of years. I got the right temperature. I don't know how. I don't know what he's saying. So oh just, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like do it without. He did like just just give me the light from like over a decade ago, which is which is about smoking weed, but. Uh, uh, he did, oh he was in uh, uh, Rockabye by Clean Bandit. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Guy. that. Um, he's he also a song with was in a song with Simple Plan called Summer Paradise. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's the version with him existed for a while, but then a version with some other rapper became the more popular version. I've never heard that one. I only know the Sean Paul version. But his voice in general, his like reggae, uh, uh, duddy rock style music. Yeah. I just associate his voice in that style of music with Summer. Yeah, me too. I remember. I think it was. I can't remember the name of the song, but I know it was Sean Paul, and uh, it was the one where everybody thinks he's saying Gyarados, or Gara the Pokemon. Yeah, 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 uh, Gyarados, yeah, yeah. But he's not saying that, he's saying something else. It's like, it was back when I was at my babysitter, so I had to have been like four, five, six maybe. I was super young, but I remember one summer, we were driving around in my babysitter's fucking minivan... And I remember that song came on, and I knew nothing, but it was like, it stuck in my head, and that's also why I think I think of Sean Paul, and I think of Summer. It's just because I heard it a lot when I was a kid during summer. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, like, like, I tried Googling Sean Paul Gyarados, and it, 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 nothing came up. Get busy by Sean I Paul. I want to hear the Gyarados line. Oh. <laughs> I, I can hear Gyarados, yeah. Well, I mean, that's actually the same album with, with Just Give Me the Light, too. His, the Duddy Rock album, where he, like, pioneered that genre of music. Yeah, so there you go. There's Sean Paul in his prime. Get busy. Sounds like he's na- name-dropping Pokemon. <laughs> um, uh, other, other, like, Islander sounds that I associate... Uh, I, well, most of these are reggae or reggae-inspired, like reggaeton or dancehall nowadays. Uh, AOJ's uh, Your Number featuring Fetty Wap. That is a very... Summery, warm, sunny feeling. Yeah. Uh, Kaznamdi's champion. Uh, a bunch of stuff by Revolution because I'm a big fan of theirs. There's a Fetty Wap song. I don't listen to Fetty Wap very often. Um, this is, is it the one with Seven Six Nine, I think, was the one. I got a Glock in my Rari. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. It was that and Trap 17. Queen. I used to hear a lot freshman year, moving into the dorms, and. Uh, I, it was 
basically still just the end of summer and we're all yeah. just trying to move into the dorms and I remember hearing that a lot and that was like the party song that everyone would put on I'm like I don't know what this is I I, I was at work this past weekend I, I, did, I did three 11 hour shifts Friday, Saturday and Sunday oh. I was dead tired um, but at, at one point I go back in the kitchen and they're playing Trap Queen I'm like oh my god I have not heard this song in forever mm-hmm. um, but no that, that's also a song that and uh, his other song from that from that mixtape uh, not my way. Shit, what is it? Darn, what is it? Uh, RGF Island. Those are two songs I associate with that summer. Uh, I've, I hadn't put together that that summer was probably the summer you were you were moving into the dorms because mm-hmm. I was working in the cafeteria with with Scooter in the, in the dish room and he'd play stuff like that or Des. Yeah. Holy crap! Tra- Trap Queen's taking me back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, six, seven, nine is the song you're thinking of. Yeah. I actually like the DJ Spider remix of it more than the original. Oh really? But that's neither here nor there. Uh, you know what uh, song I always forever will be stuck as like the throwback summer song California Girls by Katy Perry it came out in 2010 you're really old I know (laughs) (laughs) no I like 10 years ago is when that song with Snoop Dogg came out hell yeah like that song, that song, that song was like designed to be a summer anthem, and if and it hits, it hits all the marks perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the kind of song where like, hopefully this isn't like a bad thing to say, but like the guys are like thinking of the girls, and the girls are like, I'm one of those girls you're thinking of, kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. Um, th- have you ever heard the parody in Milwaukee Boys? No. It's not great, but it's funny. Oh, man, I gotta like, look that up now. It, uh, I'll, I'll show you after this. Like, it, it's very purposefully, like, this is this Cringy. is from, like, 2010 YouTube. So, there's, it was by a guy who used to be kind of big called High on Ron. Mm-hmm. Well, his name was Ron. Like, the channel was High on Ron. Um, and it's very clearly still shot in, like, SoCal, but he's, like, I think he's from the Midwest, so he's doing, like, parody stuff, and, like, my favorite lyric is, My friend Duke, you saw him on Cops, Midwest <laughs> represent. Yeah, like stuff like that. Um, oh my it's god. Silly. But the actual song, California Girls, that's... Uh, even the music video, like even the music video is super funny. Like it's Candyland inspired. And there are certain reasons I like the video, but... It's because of all the cupcakes, huh? I think she's really grown as an artist and that video shows it. <laughs> I just like the angry gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I never have looked at gummy bears the same. Well, so like the thing with Katy Perry is though, she she has always been well, like I guess not not back when she was Katie Hudson and did like that Christian album, but since she's gone by the name Katy Perry, she's always acknowledged her sexuality, but doesn't inherently use it to sell things. She yeah. uses it as almost a joke, and then some people will just be like, haha, cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also too, it's funny hearing. Um, she she used to date the guy from uh, Gym Class Heroes. Travis McCoy. Yeah. Oh. So uh, Cupid's Chokehold is about her, hmm. and then she did a song on her album called "Circling the Drain," which is the end of their relationship. Oh, sad. So I'm like, that's kind of weird that you know, she was still being featured and stuff like that before we knew her as Katy Perry now. And then didn't she go on Warp Tour or something one year? I remember she, she went was on like, Warped. Yeah, I think I've heard where either she was a backup singer for somebody or like something. But she was at Warp Tour, and that's why everybody was like, "We gotta support her. She's one of us." Interesting. I, I never never knew that. I I'm, just I'm thought... gonna look it up to fact check myself before, but I'm I remember that meme vividly. I uh, I know that she had her song. So she had her Katie Hudson album like. 2006 or something like that and I, I don't remember if it was a Christian album or if it was just inspired by her faith at the time but then like two years later she had her song You're So Gay and that kind of got her got her some traction and then I Kissed a Girl came out and this, yeah. the, the controversy of that song given the 2000 what 8, 9 yeah. year and then in 2008 she was at Warp Tour she released a statement saying I got my bearings on Warp Tour got her her stage presence, pretty much. Really? Hmm. I never knew that. So that's kind of funny. I remember seeing all the memes about her being at Warped Tour, and I'm like, huh, that ought to be a time. <laughs> like. Do you re- remember who Katy Perry helped get big? No. From, or she was in the video for I Kissed a Girl? Kesha. Oh, shoot. 
Yeah, she, right. she's one of the girls, and I one of the girls in the I Kissed a Girl video, and then she was featured in uh, Flo Rida's Right Round, and then yep, I remember that. Head dollar sign, huh? Huh. Yeah. Uh, going back to summer anthems. Uh, oh, quick thing. You know what also came out in 2010? Yes. We speak no Americano. Do you know that song? No. It is EDM mixed with swing, and like like Latin swing, Ooh. and it's actually. I remember this in high school, and I was like, what the hell is this song? But it was everywhere when I remember it, so I don't know if it was because I was in a small town and we really don't cycle through things that fast, <laughs> or what, but I remember like it was a big song that we'd play for like a bunch of our stuff. Hmm. We don't speak Americano? Yeah, we speak no Americano. We speak no Americano. No, I've never, never heard of that. I hear the name of the group that does it is super weird, too. It's like... D-Cup and Yolanda. D-Cup. Yolanda, Yolanda be cool. cool. That was on the same year, 2010. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, they do. It primarily like sung in Spanish. They, they seem, so they're Australian. Just from these pictures and like some of the names of their songs I'm scrolling through, they seem like the Australian 303. Oh, God, they probably are. Speaking of 303... They had some good summary anthems. Hell yeah. I mean, nice, don't trust me. Nice legs. Daisy Dukes makes a man go... <laughs> Damn, that was What's impressive. That Starshock. Yep. No, no. 303, and they they had... They actually... I. Did you know the band Blues Traveler? No. They have the song Run Around. They have <laughs> Harmonica. Well, they had an album come out where they were they were just joining up with a bunch of different people. Like they did a song with Secondhand Serenade. They did a song with Rome from Sublime with Rome. Yeah. Then they did a song with Three Hundred Three, and I'm like, didn't expect these two genres to come together. Yeah, seriously. The guys who said do the Helen Keller and talk with your hips are now in an and yeah. oh my god, it literally is like being thrown back into like an eighth grade. It's uh, a weird time. I consider I always considered them the cleaner version of Ahab. No subtlety or whatever. Like their song "Girls Gone Wild," it's pretty sexual. That might surprise you. <laughs> I remember when a summer anthem for me in like middle school was uh, "Beverly Hills" by Weezer. Yes, I loved that song. Uh, holy crap! And then I one song that was kind of a summer anthem, a song that I've never really liked all that much, was "Collide" by Howie Day. It came out came out around the same time as the song I love Chariot by Gavin DeGraw. I remember those two just like in, in my in my head contesting on the radio all the time. But that, that that's a very melancholic end of summer song, Chariot that I'm speaking yeah. of. Yeah. And then of course there's uh what is it? From London Summer Summertime Sadness. And then there is the remix to it. Who's that by? Lana Del Rey. Oh, I probably should know that. Summertime Sadness, I remember that's like the end of summer sort of deal. I remember going to school, like starting school, and that song was always playing. But it'd have to be Super Bass 2011, and of course, none other than Starships from 2012. They were meant to fly. They That whole thing was just peak, like, party summer songs. Have, have, have we talked about Starships before? I feel like we have. Yeah, I think how I love heard. the chorus, but yeah. I hate when Nikki rapped like this. Yeah. I hate that. I think that's stupid. Stop it, Nikki. You, 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 actually, you actually have good flow. You use your voice. Oh, I love it, though, because it just lets uh, it you makes me have, cringe. like... makes me cringe. Kind of like whenever Eminem starts rapping like this. I'm like, stop it. Marshall, what are you doing? Marshall, stop. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Oh, my God. I just, yeah, I... Something about Nicki Minaj, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's all the pink that she's always, or, like, all of the, like, a lot of her, or the fact that her music videos are, like, super bright, like, not always, like, gaudy bright. Yeah, and yeah. virtually no clothes, yeah. The, she had, like, a pink neon swimsuit, neon hair, and then, mm. like, our ships is all, like, pastel pink and light blue, and I'm like... I enjoy both of these a lot. Like, like Super Super Bass is like in the neon room when she's mm-hmm. with all the dancers and stuff. You have a neon baby blue thing. Or maybe it's pink, I don't remember. But no, no, I, I agree. Just like, like it, it, her videos feel very summery. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think it came out around summer, actually. What song? Work From Home by Fifth Harmony. I, I, I think... I think 
Yeah, just like that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know when that came out. Um, a song that I've always associated with Summer, and it has Summer in the name, is it's by Chunk No Cap and Chunk, but it's from their first album when the French accent is still really thick. So they are they're a, a punk rock, a hard rock band from France, and they they sing in English though because in their words, France is not the, the is not the land of rock music. It's for dance music like pop music and and hip hop. Uh, so they wanted to get known, so they sing their songs in, in, in English, and their first album was produced by themselves in France, and his accent is still hella thick, but their song Summer Heat. Admittedly, the guitar riff almost has a surprisingly, like, country feel, I guess? Oh, hmm. uh, I think that's gone through, like, that's, that's gone, that's gone yeah. through my entire list. It's right on, right on cue. Uh, what I think I will associate the summer with is Giants by Dermot Kennedy, which I mentioned came out, because yeah. lo- love the guy to death, and it came out recently, so it's going to be summery for me. But what I think is the objective winner is Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles. I have yet to hear that song, but I've heard good things about it. And it's fine, but I, th- I, th- I think it will always be associated with this time. Yeah, I have three that I have fighting. Summer Days by Martin Garrix, Patrick Stump, and Macklemore. Just because I heard it this summer, and I'm just like, yeah, this is awesome! But I feel like I had a better feel with last summer, because, like, we could go out, and it was a very beachy anthem, and a very mm-hmm. bar hop anthem sort of deal. Yeah. Um, so that would have been a great one for last year. Unfortunately, I found it this year. That I don't think it can count as this year's summer anthem. Yeah. Um... Otherwise, I'd have to say it's between Boss Bitch by Doja Cat or Juice by Lizzo. I don't know Juice by Lizzo. It The music is actually kind of funny. It's like very infomercially, like, you know, when um, you fall asleep and you wake up and you have those, like, info commercials coming on and yeah. it's like them in, like, a really awkward, like, studio and stuff like that. Yeah. That's how the whole thing's set up. I can't remember what she's trying to sell. But, like... The song itself, if you listen to it, it makes you want to go out and dance. And, I don't know, this year Lizzo has had, between 2019 to now, like, she has had a huge rise in her music. I can definitely see that there's some anthem. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good, like, like you said, it kind of sounds like girls just want to have fun. It's, like, kind of like an older melody, almost. Like, not like the overly produced, like, pop songs you hear today, or, like, hear now. That, that like, reverb feel that happens in, in the chords definitely has has an older pop feel, like, yeah. like a mid to early aughts pop feel. And then a chord, like, I don't know, it just sounds like a really good, like, girls' night out sort of song, where yeah. everybody's getting ready and, like, about to go bar hopping and stuff like that. Like, it's a very dressed up to the tens to go on Brady sort of feel. Like, okay. you just want to go out, but you don't really care where you're going. Of the three songs you listed, I would say that's definitely the anthem, because the first one is from a different year, Yeah. and then Boss Bitch is a little too gritty, I feel like, to be a, a summer anthem. Yeah. A summer song, for sure, like, it's in the same chill vein, but plus that came out. That, that, was, that was part of the Birds of Prey soundtrack, right? Yep. That, was, that wasn't that original song. She made, she made it for the soundtrack. I think so. Okay. I mean, I, 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 like, I like Doja Cat. Like, if Say So came out later, like, around, like, March or April, I'd yeah. think of that one. Like, a, a contender for Summer Anthem. Yeah, that's a really good one. Especially with the Nicki Minaj remix. Right, like, exactly. you don't like Nicki, like, or, like, her style of rap. Like, yeah. I think it's a very good, chill sort of summer song. Yeah. I, 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 I just kind of learned, I, I, I do, I will always be a casual Doja Cat fan. For at least yeah. for the time being. Like, everything she's done, I'm like, yeah, all right. And I've seen, like, a few interviews with her, and when she's, like... I just watched a video where she was reacting to a Japanese cover of Say So, and she was like, she was like hyping this girl up, like, girl, you're killing it, kind of thing. I'm like, okay, she seems, she seems cool. I like her. Okay, so I'd say, I'd say we're, we're about at our time here. We, we've, we've covered some random songs from a handful of years, and even songs that maybe aren't widespread known as summer anthems, but songs that we've liked and stuff like that. So I think that's as good a, a, an ending spot as any. Uh, and obviously the summer's not over yet maybe something will come out in like August that just blows everything away and then we still somehow always look back to this quarantine summer as the song that uh, as, as that summer's song kind of thing um, in any case though it's keep up with all of our episodes and any updates on our Facebook and you can follow us on Spotify as well so if anything changes um, that's where we'll end up posting also, to you guys can talk back to us. So, if there's something we missed, 
Or a song you think works as a good summer anthem. Or just... if, I, if I'm right and Danny's opinion is wrong. You know, the usual stuff. Ooh. <laughs> um, we did forget to post when last episode went live. And that was because we were both just busy and it kind of just slipped our minds. And then we had this whole gap period and it just definitely slipped it slipped out of... It's been an odd time for both of us. Indeed. Uh, but in, in any case... Uh, the, the 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 support we're getting is still is still very very much appreciated. We we, we do have a, a small dedicated fan base. Uh, same story with Instagram. Still not no 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 new live shows to go to. So things are still just throwbacks. Yeah, if you want to see some old uh, warp tour photos, From check this it Danielle out here. But yeah, this is the first episode we've recorded since having our short little gap week there. And now we are just going to be back into the swing of things for the time being. So, once again, thank you all for listening, uh, and we'll see you all next time. Bye!